Can we open our Bibles to the book of Isaiah, the prophet, chapter number 9? And I'm going to read to you hearing only verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. There's no point celebrating Christ in a manger when we forget that he's the word of God to us. Isaiah 9 and verse 6. I need to move a bit quickly. I read from the New King James to your hearing. And here begins the reading of God's word this Christmas service as we celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. This morning I bring you the word of God, but I need to get your attention because in the punctuation of this text, the meaning may be lost. The Bible says his name will be called Wonderful, as if Wonderful is different from Counselor. No, no, no. It is Wonderful Counselor, one description, Mighty God, who is also the Everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. In that spirit, I'll ask Multimedia to change the, 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 the version to the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation we remain standing. And I need quickness in that zone. For unto us, for a child is born to us, a, a son is given to us, the government will rest upon his shoulders and he will be called what? Wonderful Counselor. I'd like you to change that to the Message Bible because we have missed the point because of a punctuation mark. For a child has been born for us, the gift of a son for us. He will take over the running of the world. May he take over the running of Nigeria as well in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And listen to me, listen to me. His names will be Amazing Counselor. I want you to change that to the contemporary English version of the Bible. A child has been born for us. We have been given a son who will be our ruler. His names will be Wonderful Advisor. This morning I bring you the word of the Lord entitled Amazing Counselor and Wonderful Advisor. Father, we thank you as we look into the word of God today. Because revelation is progressive, may we not remain how we used to be when another Christmas of revelation comes. The Bible says the light of the just must shine brighter and brighter. By the entrance of the world, let there be the light of revelation that we may walk with him more closely and enjoy the power of his glory even more succinctly. Father, thank you for every hearer today that we go before, beyond hearing. We come into understanding, walk in wisdom and just shine the light of the glory of God and reign in life to the glory of your name in Jesus' mighty name. You may be seated. I bring you the word of the Lord this morning. If it excites you, put your hands together for the amazing counselor, our wonderful advisor. Glory to God. It's about time. That we move in our revelation. What is with us? Wonderful. As if wonderful is the name. No, no, no. Wonderful counselor. 
amazing advisor. That's his name. If you fail to understand his name, you fail to know how to relate with him. Should I bother this morning to tell you that the child that was born was not just born just for salvation? The first name he's called in the revelation of his coming is Wonderful Counselor. A counselor is a person that you listen to that your life should be better. He's the amazing advisor, the one that you go to, to advise you how you ought to live your lives so that you stop struggling and stop trying to be like people of the world so that you can break through in the light of God. Somebody say wonderful counselor. Somebody say amazing advisor. I come to tell you this morning by revelation because I waited on the Lord and I said I'm not on the Christmas service going to sound like a broken record saying the same things my father has said. Revelation from generation to generation ought to be progressive. I come to tell you that Jesus came apart from salvation he came also that we should never have to stumble through life or grow up in the broad daylight as blind men. The people that lack a counselor are the ones that stumble through life. But they have counselors that are not wise. He came that we should never have to stumble through life. That's why he's called amazing counselor. He came so that we don't grow up in the blood daylight. All the lights are shining and we're falling over ourselves in our marriage, with our job, with our aspirations. Because we don't go to the amazing advisor. He came so that beyond sight, because he's a, he's a wonderful counselor and amazing advisor, that we may have more than sight so that we may gain insight from his counsel. So that we may enjoy the advantage of foresight and so that we may reign through oversight by his counsel and his advice. It amazes me that Christians then don't demonstrate enough knowledge and wisdom and understanding when his name is wonderful counselor. You ask anybody that really made it in life, they will tell you they had a counselor. You ask anybody who's going to be honest, they have an advisor. You don't even have to be running from pillar to post. He was born so that you have counsel. He's there so that you can be advised. I'm going to show you some scriptures. In John chapter 1, verses 4 to 5. As we celebrate the birth of the Lord, may we not miss out on the essence. Look at Nigeria. If Nigeria truly had an amazing advisor, would we be here with all the oil that we have? John chapter 1 verses 4 to 5. Listen to this. It says, In him was life. And the life was the light of man. So that you ought not to walk in the darkness of ignorance. And stumble like a fool through life. The Bible says the fool, the work of the fool is hard. He does not even know how to get to the city. It is hard to become what you want to be without the right counsel. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. When you have the counsel of God, the counsel of God cannot be gainsaid by the wisdom of this world. You just shine. 
The message translation, go there very quickly, says what came into existence in that manger was life and the life was light to live by. The life was the light to reign by. The life of Christ is the light by which you succeed. Listen, it says the light life blazed out of darkness and the darkness couldn't put it out. Saints of God, if the Lord is your strength and is your light, listen, you will be the head and not the tail. You will be on top no matter what they do, where you will never be below. What is this thing about the major thing that we're always talking about? The major was the beginning. Listen, there is a transition and it ought to be from glory to glory to glory to glory. And so shall it be with us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to talk to you this morning. Take me to 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 24. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24. The New King James Version. That's the version of Grace Assembly. Listen, it says, But to those who are called, that's you and I, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Oh, you don't get it. The night divine you're singing about is the night power and wisdom came so that we can reign in life. Do you go to someone that does not have wisdom for advice? Do you go to a fool for counsel? Christ is both the power and the wisdom of God. I have something for you. Give me the message translation there. Read with me. But to us who are personally called by God Himself, if you're one of us, shout hallelujah. I said, if you're one of us, shout, 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 hallelujah. But to us, to by dialogue, touch yourself, but to us, the children of God, sanctified by the blood, receiving grace upon grace, personally called by God Himself, both Jews and Greeks, both male and female. Listen, Christ is what? The ultimate miracle and wisdom all wrapped up, come on now, in one. Yay! Where is your praise? Christ is God's ultimate miracle wrapped up with wisdom in one. Oh, some of you ought to be glad that you're in the right place this morning. The ultimate miracle and wisdom all wrapped up in one. You know, it's like when somebody gives you a gift. Let me tell you what we have been doing. A gift comes in a nice wrapper. It is like most of us took the wrapper. And if somebody really wants to honor you, they go to great extents to pick out the wrapper. True or false? People have given me gifts before that I've, I struggle to throw away the wrapper. People have given me gifts before. You know, some people will buy a nice bag. You know those gift bags? The bag is so fine. I put it on my, on my wardrobe and I'm just looking at it. Not talk about the gift. You see, a lot of us, all we're carrying is a wrapper. 
all your work with God, you're still admiring the rapper. The real gift is that he's the ultimate miracle and the wisdom of God wrapped up in one. That is who you are. That is what you have. And you ought to give the Lord your best shout of praise this morning. I'm telling you. In Proverbs 8, I'm going to read verses 14. And the first part of verse 15, listen very carefully. It says, counsel is mine. Did you hear that? Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding and I have strength. It is by me, King's reign. The people you are following, it is by the same wisdom that you already have, that you are not unwrapping, that you are not using. It is by that wisdom that they reign. Counsel is mine, says the wonderful counselor. And for the first time, some of you are getting it. Sound wisdom is mine. I have understanding and strength by me, King's reign. May we not struggle. May we not just exist. May we get to the point of reigning in life in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you like, say amen. If you like, don't say amen. Whatever you do, will you tell me your level in life? I say in the name of Jesus, by the wisdom of God, we will reign in life. I want to ask you this morning, if only Adam and Eve sought his amazing counsel, if only Adam and Eve waited for his um, a wonderful advice, when the offer was made, when the temptation came, oh God, many people are running with the wrong counsel. Nobody had a better position than the man that was never born. He was formed by God. Never from a woman. So was Eve. Never born of a woman. The real children of God. God, God, he, he breathed them out. He planted a garden before they were made. He made all things. Listen, animals never chased Adam around. No animal could attack him. No animal was meant to be able to chase a human being. But he did not know him, just like us. As wonderful advisor. Adam did not pay attention to a man like me telling him that apart from God loving you, he is the amazing counselor. So that when an offer comes to you, child of God, it's not for you to get all excited and run with it. And, and in the process of it, you lose your family, you lose your children. Because, listen, you only know the beginning. Only God knows the beginning and the end. If only Adam waited for the counsel of God, would he have lost the garden? I want to ask you something this morning. You know, I pray that you begin to have revelation. I pray that you begin to, not wait for me, you begin to have revelation. The garden was only the beginning. Imagine what was supposed to come after the garden. You don't even know God. He just used that to test them. Oh, I fumble. Look at you. You won't take counsel from God. Look at you, you run around, you, you, because you went to school, let me tell you, school can only teach you logic and reasoning. 
Beyond logic and reasoning is wisdom. And wisdom that knows the end from the beginning, you can't touch it. One garden that he tested them with, they will not take his counsel. Look at what happened to them. Can I tell you the truth? None of us are where we're supposed to be because we never knew him. We never related with him as the amazing counselor and the wonderful advisor. That's the problem. I'm going to show you something. This Christmas, after this Christmas, you will never be the same again. You're going to be better and better and better than anything you've ever been before. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah 46. I want to read verses 9 to 10 from the New King James Version. Isaiah 46 verses 9 to 10, the New King James Version. Listen to what Jehovah is saying this morning. Stop talking about the baby in the manger. He's not a baby in the manger. He's coming to rule with a rod of authority. Remember the former things of old. That's why I'm talking to you about the garden. That's why I'm taking you back to the book of Isaiah before he was born. Remember the former things of old. For I am God and there's no other. I am God and there's none like me. I thought somebody would say amen. I am God declaring the end from the beginning. Say amen. From the ancient times that things that are not yet done. Saying what? My counsel. Hey. Oh, see, get it. Saying he first he first introduced himself. Start from verse 9. <laughs> Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there's no other. I am God and there's none like me. He's trying to catch your attention. When God starts to introduce himself, Farabale, declaring the end from the beginning. Means before you even open your understanding, I will tell you where it's going. Oh, somebody help me praise God. You know, you are just running around with yourself only for beginning. God says, whilst you are running around, calm down, I will tell you the end of the matter. Who are you listening to when God has not spoken? Is it not God that speaks at things and brings it to pass? He says, my counsel alone shall stand. So why don't you hear his counsel from the beginning? Why must you wait to find out the hard way? Declaring the hand from the beginning. And the ancient, and from ancient times, things that are not yet done. Which means if you ask God, he will tell you even about your grandchildren that have not been born. Saying, right from the manger, there is a voice saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. And let me see who's going to change it. And then why do we now grope like blind men? If this one was sent and said to you, his name is Wonderful Counselor. To you, child of God, he is given to you as your amazing advisor. Hey. A lot of avoidable catastrophes in our lives. Because we never learned to relate to him as the Wonderful Counselor. In fact, we call him wonderful and we call him counselor. No, no, no. He's wonderful counselor. The word wonderful means he never gets it wrong. Let me now show you what happens. Either by ignorance 
Or some of us, we know they hear words. Some of us are obstinate. I said, what? You can argue, you can talk about anything. After God has spoken, end of discussion. And when God has spoken, you must take a position or change your position. Because it is for your benefit, I'll show you how it happens. Give me Proverbs. Chapter 1. Put together... Verses 30 and 31. Proverbs 1, 30 to 31. Stay with me. Stay with me. They would have none of what? Come on now. They would have none of what? My counsel and despise my every rebuke. This is the consequence that God wants us to avoid. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way from the Garden of Eden and be filled to the full with their own fancies. You know what fancies mean? Your silly imagination. It's a mirage that the enemy put before you. It was never real. God says, wait now. Shedna mirage. You know what a mirage is? You think there's water there. As you move near it, what you find out? There's nothing. It's sand and pain and sometimes a painful death. May that not be our portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They would have none of my counsel by omission or by decision. If you don't ask him, he will not tell you. And some people are resolute. I will do it my own way. I will do it my own time. That's fine. But the end is you will be filled with your own fancies. A fancy is an illusion. It is never real. It is never going to be real. It was never real. It would never be real. Change that to the message Bible very quickly. We want to go home and go and eat some rice. Because you won't take my advice. The amazing advice source says that's the problem. Because you won't take my advice. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you know and you still won't take it. And brush aside all my offers to train you. For what God has in store for you, God has to train you. It says, well, which means I will leave you. You have made your bed. Read with me. Now lying it. Come on, read on. You wanted your own way. Now, how do you like it? That's a good place for you to clap for the Lord. The New Living Translation in verse 31. New Living Translation drives the point home. I'm done. It says, therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, not listening to God. They will choke on their own schemes. Hello, somebody. Meanwhile, we started out saying that beyond being the author of salvation, he ought to be our amazing counselor and our wonderful advisor. May our lives take the right swing from today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I gave you the example, a bad example of Adam and Eve. Let me give you the good example of David. David went on an expedition for God to enlarge the territory of the people of God. But unfortunately, by the time he got home at Ziklag, the same enemies that he was chasing had come, taking the wives, taking the children, taking the oxen, and taking a lot of stuff 
and burns down the place. Your situation is not that bad. And when he got there, his own people that he was leading, and that is the thing about people that you run around. You don't run around God, you run around people. The same people he was serving turned around and they wanted to stone him. Never love anybody as much as you love God. It doesn't mean that they will return the favor. With a little trouble, you'll be surprised the kind of things they're capable of doing. Never put a person in the place of God. And so when it got to the point they wanted to stone him, the Bible says his heart was broken. He had lost wife, lost children, lost the battle, lost the city, even lost the people. At that point in time, he wanted to chase the enemies. At that point in time, he had the plan, but he didn't take a step about the plan. That's the difference between David and myself. And yourself. Because we can go through things, but do we wait on God? The Bible says he went to the priest and said, give me the effort. Let me ask the counsel of God. Let me take advice for the one who knows the end from beginning. And he went before the Lord and said, should I pursue? Will I overtake? Is it going to be doable? Before he did anything, he didn't ask the people, stop asking people when you have not asked God. You know what the Bible says? It says, what is man and who is the son of man? It says his breath is like vapor. One minute is here, another minute is gone. Some people you are calling God Father may not live to see tomorrow. But there is God who is from everlasting to everlasting. Never ask anybody. He went to God and God says, pursue, you overtake. The rest is history. He pursued, he overtook, and the Bible says, in the only place in the whole Bible says, he recovered all. Can I tell you something, child of God? Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, can I tell you whatever battle you're facing, can I tell you that if you ask God for the formula, if you take advice from the Most High God, if you stop your own thinking and stop having idols of your mother, your sister, your brother and stop listening to them and listen to God who cannot fail, do you know like David, he's not a respecter of persons, what he did for David he will do for you, the devil is a liar, somebody under the sound of my voice you will hear the voice of God, you will receive the plan of God, you will go after what the enemy stole, you will receive it you will recover all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The people who wanted to stone him, you know what he did when he came back? He shared booty with them. The people that thought it was over when he came from the battle, the people that went to the battle said, We cannot give them because they didn't go. He said, Oh, understand. You see, after I have taken the counsel of God, after he has done what they call impossible, Jafumi, he has fought my battle. I don't need to belittle myself and behave like my enemies. No, 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 no. What I used to see on my enemy is I will bless my enemy, and as I bless him, Bible says hot coals are being heaped on their heads. Spend all the time stoning those that stoned you. If David started stoning, what would be the end of the story? If David did not ask the counsel of God, what will have been the end? Can I tell you this morning, stand on your feet. You're standing at a good place today. 
Because you are seeing beyond the cross. You are seeing the counsel that can turn your life around. You are seeing the possibility of the advice that will shame everybody that has spoken about the limitation or the stagnation of your life. I want you to listen to me as we launch into prayer. Proverbs 19 verses 20 to 21. I read from the New King James Version. And God knows that I speak the truth. I lie Lord. I speak with an urgency because God is with you. God is for you. You just need to receive from him. It says listen to counsel. Lift up your hands to God. As a mark of submission. After you hear God. You need to take a position. Or you need to change your position. Listen. listen. The new King James. Listen to counsel. And receive instruction. That you may be wise. In your latter days. Verse 21 says. There are many plans. In a man's heart. Both yours and your counselors. Nevertheless, it is the Lord's counsel that will stand. In Isaiah it says, saying, my counsel alone shall stand. I want you to pray and say, Lord, this Christmas is my own Christmas. When I get to understand how much more God has for me. Bible says, they have ears and they do not hear. If only they will turn to me, I will heal their heart. I will remove the plug in their ears. And they will hear from me. And from being victims, they will become overcomers. I want you to pray. Say, Lord, unplug my hearing. I submit my heart. Every arrogance of running around without the counsel of God, I forsake today. Let this be the beginning of better days for me. That comes from an understanding of what happened on that night divine. Jesus is the wisdom and the power of God to those that believe. But Bible says, you have not because you ask not. It says, ask and you shall receive the counsel, the, the, the strategy and your joy shall be full. To him that asketh, he shall receive. He says, knock and it shall be open. Ask and you shall have. You ask not because you receive not. Ask that you may receive and that your joy from being dissipated may become full. Oh, I wish somebody would pray this morning. That night divine. God had so much. The devil didn't know how much God was doing. But he sends men like me to tell the children, God was doing so much. God is still doing so much. I want you to tap into the frequency of God. That in the night times, the Bible says, he speaks to our spirit in the night times. He gives us inside information to every battle. says knock the door of counsel and it shall be open to you. I want
Won't you take a little time? If there's a difficult area of your life, say, Lord, this area I am bringing before you. I need your counsel. I need your advice. You are the one that speaks a thing and you bring it to God. You are the one that says, my counsel, my counsel, my counsel shall stand. And the Bible says, let them take counsel together. It will not stand because it is my counsel that will stand. Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ is the author of our salvation is the anchor of our faith but it will continually from today be our amazing counselor, he will be our wonderful advisor so that our lives take a turn so that we can navigate from where we are to where we ought to be we shut every voice of an imposter that wants to keep speaking to us. May our will not stand in the way of what God wants to do in our lives. Father, I thank you because for grace assembly after this word, we will go from glory to glory. Thank you because this Christmas will be so memorable for us when we started living according to the instructions of the Lord. And begin to benefit and begin to reign in life as we ought to have been. Father, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Blessed be your name now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you know that you have been blessed this morning, if you know that the Lord will be your light, I want you to clap your hands and give him praise because I'm so glad. I am so glad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Woo.